Hi, and welcome to the Ready to Talk podcast. I am Trixie, aka The Thoughtful Beast. Today, we are listening to a live show I did in the summer of 2020 with my good friends, Adrian and Marissa. In this conversation, we talk about our mistakes and ignorances we had about the systemic racism in our country so we could be better allies to BLM. I am choosing to release this episode because of the surge of hate, um, hate crimes against Asians. I hope that sharing this episode will help us reflect on the intersections between the Asian and Black community. How do we take what we learned from the past and apply it to how we handle situations now? How do we stop accepting the hate and violence towards different groups? I don't have the answers, but I do hope that listening helps us, again, reflect and just think about how we can move forward away from hate. Hi, I'm Marissa. I'm a filmmaker from here in San Diego. I make content about personal development and self-love on YouTube and TikTok. And here's Adrian. Hey, thanks, Marissa. Hey, everyone again. My name is Adrian Pangilina, and I'm also a content creator from my uh, studio working on called Studio Pinguino. So, yeah, thank you all for being here. Okay, that's it. Trixie, come out. Did you just, <laughs> wait, were you always Studio Pinguino? Uh, no, it wasn't until like a couple of weeks ago. Hi! This is the first Hi. time I've announced it. Oh, nice! Congratulations! Yeah, I saw you change the user. Or is it what account was it? It used to be Adrian Melchor, which was just okay, my that's regular. What I thought. Okay, yeah, because I was like, hey, that's new. Uh, thank you. Cool. Yeah. Oh my god! Hi, Marley. So I'm just like we used to dance together. What up, Marley? That's all. Um, uh, but yeah. So today we are again we are talking about our own mistakes on allyship and stuff like that. Um, and before we get on to that, I guess, um, let's go through and just kind of say, like how the whole surge of the, you know, how, how we have been participating and have felt about the surge of the Black Lives Matters movement. We'll start, we'll just start at the end. So Adrian, go. Wait, hold on. I'm sharing our live right now. Hold on, give me okay. one second. Go ahead, Marissa. Never mind, Marissa, go. Yeah, I mean, I feel like my experience is, is very similar to everyone else's as a non-Black person of color, or at least everyone here in the live right now. I mean, the first week of June was, you know, intense and a lot and emotional and heavy for everyone. Um, and I think now there's a little bit of balance in terms of understanding that this is the new normal yet again in 2020, just finding a balance of like, obviously this is, this is not something that is gonna just go away. Obviously I don't want it to because it's important that everything that's going on happens and you know, however long it takes needs to, yeah, change needs to, ha change needs to happen. Um, and I think right now I'm just trying to find a way, obviously as someone who is a creative, a filmmaker, and also just in my day-to-day -day life as a daughter or a sister or whatever, how do I, you know, use not only like my, my platform, but like my knowledge and also how do I educate myself as well as help those around me be better in terms of being part of the movement Black Lives Matter and just yeah I mean it's it's a lot at once but just finding a balance in all of it and I feel like I've reached a little bit of not so overwhelmed and just trying to find okay let's see in what areas and what ways can I make a difference even if it's small you know yeah yeah. I remember, Marissa, like, it was that week, and you, like, shared to us this photo. I can't remember what it said, but it basically was, like, you know, it sums up everyone, like, just jumping on social media and, like, being on your phone forever, because yeah. you're just like, oh, my God, like, this is so fucked up, and, like, we got to share this, we got to, like, help, and, like, feeling that that first initial, like, wave of, like, oh, I need to do something, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and join in, and then just, like, being like, okay, I think that that was a mistake like looking at yeah. my phone for yeah. that long was yeah. a mistake not mm -hmm. being involved but definitely just being like this because i was like i have a headache 
<laughs> yeah, honestly, my screen time went way up that week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, how about you, Adrian? What's the question again? The initial question? Um, how has your, like, what has it been like for you uh, with the beginning surge of the Black Lives Matters movement? Not the beginning surge, this, this bigger surge, I guess, like um, June. The beginning of June, basically. How yeah. has that experience been for you and how have you been handling it? Right, just give me a second. That's Adrian's dad, I'm assuming. I'm assuming, too. Okay, just had to tell someone that I'm not available. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I love it. It's very Filipino. It is very Filipino. <laughs> it's very, it's very Filipino. Uh, yeah, okay. Uh, sorry about that. Um, well, I guess texting. I guess texting to notify people is not enough sometimes. But, um, it's it's been hard. It's 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 like it, it's been really hard. And you know, Marissa really said a lot of the you know similar sentiments that I've been feeling. And I think for me, you know, if I you know if I can add to what she was saying, I think for me, shame, shame and guilt. I think were the top two things that I really started to feel when I started to um, really look at the word I'm going to say, but I, but, but when I really started to um, realize what was happening, the full depth of it and kind of to really go in there to go to, to start to like kind of open the, this, you know, and yeah. 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 And I didn't even realize that I, as of Saturday, just this past Saturday, it had it has been my third protest that I've showed sh shown up to. And I, although you know we do have the coronavirus currently happening, um, you know I, I I feel like for me personally that was the best thing that I could do to honor everything that I was feeling mm -hmm. because I feel like it just got to the point where like just kind of keeping this to myself was only going to do me so far. So I think that's why I got moved to, or I was moved to, to show up, to, to physically show up, you know, in the protest that was happening. Yeah. Um, for me, like, yeah, it's been like all those things that you guys said, and it was really overwhelming. Um, and I think definitely like guilt and shame has a lot to do with it. One of my guests from last week, Crystal, she was talking about, how you know like people we basically like especially us as asians like you know there's a lot of history there between like asian americans and black people and like the the their perpetual racism that um happens between us and so you know like that's there and we need to address it but a lot of people like they don't want to because of that feeling of guilt mm -hmm. um but it's it's not helpful. It's just like, yes. And the thing is like, you, you know me, like I'm very into emotions and I, I feel like emotions have reasons. And so it's just like, dude, if you have, if you feel guilty, this is, you know, like basically this is like your body and soul and your mind telling you like something needs to change. Like guilt's not just about bringing you down. Like people associate like guilt and shame with definitely just like, you're bad, like you're just bad and like you're a bad person. So like go and feel bad. But it's like, no, like your emotion is trying to tell you something. It's trying to tell you that mm -hmm. something needs to change. It's trying to tell you like, like, yeah, there is something wrong. And so you need to do something. Emotions can be like a good motivator for positive change. Um, and it's, like, I, I know this is like a big thing for all of us, uh, but other Asian people too, where it's just like, I think, you know, like the conversations with families um, has been a hard thing. Cause that's like a big thing, right? It's not like, yeah, and it's not like you need to talk to your family and like call them up and be like, hey, yo, mom, you racist. And it's like, no, <laughs> like, that's not what we're saying. Um, no. Like, you don't have to approach it like that. You probably shouldn't because that's probably not going to go very well. Um, no. But like those conversations are hard. Like, you know, like I had some of my cousins tell me like they've already been like fighting on social media with like some of our uncles. And I'm like, of course. Like, um, yeah. But it again, like it needs to be addressed. And that's definitely 
hard. And for me, particularly, that's where I feel like that's one of the biggest things like I need to work on to be a better ally. Um, it's just speaking up when it like comes up. Yeah, it does come yeah. up like and it comes up casually it comes up weird. And you know, like, because we're so taught to like, you know, respect your elders, don't tell them anything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we cringe at what they say. But like, it's just like, that kind of respect is not should not be prioritized over like the respecting other people's lives. Yeah, like, yeah. And that's just that's 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 hard. I think that's for me one of the biggest things where I'm like, I need to be better about like speaking up to my parents and like speak and even like my friends, you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. it's just sometimes that like things come out casually and people don't necessarily know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it's like even you know like gentle corrections. Yeah, like, it's being like I feel like you mean this. Like I don't think this is appropriate to say. Like and like mm -hmm. not being like this because obviously no one responds well to that <laughs> um but yeah yeah I don't know um how about your guys's experience with that if you had any I just kind of just like want to go off of what you're saying like with friends and also just like family too where it is like you know I hate to call it casual but it is like it's almost like rewriting the culture around like stereotypes even just like talking about those kind of things where it's like you know i'll use it and even then i shouldn't say it but like asians you know asians can't drive like stuff like that which okay that one's a very like you know this tier if you're going you know it's not hateful but having to be like we that's not funny like it's not funny anymore it really isn't because and i'm just using that as an example because i'm not going to use a very blatant racist racist one but uh just again rewriting the culture of like these are not the things that we make jokes about anymore because i'm guilty of laughing at things not not even about asians you know and we shouldn't do that anymore and it's hard because it's like we've also played into that up to this point and like how do we rewrite that how do we you know again um why do we have to make jokes about certain people this way you know yeah. so it's a lot like uh yeah but also like just even if, if it isn't just a joke or if they do say something that's about a certain group it's like how do you approach that how do you even you know again not, not trying to make it an argument or make it like a lecture but just how do you start that conversation and how do you yeah. speak up mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. it's weird and obviously we're all learning how to navigate that yeah i think that's such a good point especially like you know like culture does change you know mm -hmm. what is like politically correct or morally okay i think just for the first part i just briefly want to talk about my ex oh okay oh okay i'm not, not sure if i froze sorry so you did yes, I, <laughs> I didn't yeah. know if oh, talking i'm sorry oh. no no you're good okay um i'm just gonna finish my comment because it's off of marissa's um so what I was saying, like, you know, like times change and what's appropriate to say changes and we kind of have to get on board with that. And now it's going to be changing more radically. But that's mm -hmm. that's like a good I think it's a good thing because, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a justice thing. Like mm -hmm. we all are now more aware at, like of how us as a culture, not even just like Asian Americans, but just like America has been really fucked up. Mm -hmm. Like, and it sucks because yeah. it's like the black people already knew this because they're the people like people especially are really fucked up to. And so mm -hmm. it's just like, okay, like we all got to get like our, like we got to get it together. Cause it's yeah. like, you know, like the more we're respectful and understanding towards them, like the better off it will honestly be for everyone. Like, yeah, for sure. I feel like the black lives movement is like such a great, thing like it has so much potential it's literally barking at me my star is slightly ajar sorry um <laughs> like is that her nose um do you hear it yeah yeah i do it's okay <laughs> um you know like the because it's so intersectional with so many other rights right yeah like because yeah. there's like because it's black people so that means that there's 
black trans people you know what i mean like black women that's like another intersection it's like the more we can get on board with this like the more that we can fix like a lot of other things and the Mm -hmm. more we look at ourselves and like take corrections right now it's very focused on like black lives but really like if we clean that up it will fix so many other things yeah for Mm -hmm. sure so many other things um yeah go ahead adrian i'm trying to remember oh um not sure how much y'all heard, but I think just the first part and, 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 and Marissa knows a little bit about this, you know, so like in, on the verbal aspect of things when it comes to talk addressing, uh, you know, these, these kinds of matters, you know, to, you know, immediate family members, it's, it's, it's intense. It's intense, you know, especially when you're kind of coming at a place where they have to really like face, like, it's really face on to, you know, it's like all of this is really face on and you give them no choice, but to really look at it, you know, people react differently, you know, but I feel like a lot of people. Oh no. <laughs> oh no, Adrian, you froze again. I don't even think he knows. People become defensive, you know, because people go. don't want to be I'm frozen again, frozen, frozen. No, we okay, got you. Okay, you, said continue. Become you know, so there's continue defensive people become you know because egos you know our egos become hurt and it's you know that's a whole different you know conversation right there but then another thing that i started to realize um was becoming effective was just me physically showing up for myself in this movement because i've noticed that at least through instagram you know i feel like that has been what people have been talking to me about and even especially uh, um, not just family members, but even friends that may not necessarily be open to talking about it. So I think the fact that they're, I guess, seeing me um, uh, not just post about, you know, the, the stuff on Instagram, but also like showing up to the protest, you know, I think it's, it's really it's, it's really helping. It's really helping, uh, you know, give light to things. So. Yeah, to start a conversation. Mm-hmm. And they literally yeah. have things to start, like, you know, they can ask you for your experience. And that's like a good way to enter this conversation. <laughs> like, that's not like, hey, you. That's Wait, hold on. Give me a second. You guys continue. Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah. And like, that's, I, I'm glad that for Adrian, like, pe- you know, people underestimate social media. Social media mm-hmm. can have like a really bad name. And yeah, there's definitely toxic stuff there. But um, in terms of things like this and, helping the black lives matter movement like dude it's been awesome yeah Um, like the fact the reach that you have um because people do you know like it's kind of just being really smart about like you know people are obsessed with social media so where's a good place to talk about these issues honestly social media yeah like this is we have a huge advantage over let's say the civil rights movement of the 1960s where we can spread information you know, in, in the masses instead of just, oh, you read in the paper or you turn on the news and, you know, mm-hmm. you hear all the different perspectives um, that need to be heard at this time. And it's, yeah, it's crazy, you know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really, I'm thankful for that aspect. And Adrian, I'm really glad that, you know, like that social media has been a great way where people are entering this conversation with you um, and you can have it because, you know, like it needs to change within our community. And like the things that, you know, that we don't want to happen with our social media is like, are we just becoming a huge circle jerk or are we actually talking to people whose like minds we need to change? You know, like the whole thing where it's just like, don't tell people who don't dis- to disagree with you to unfollow you because then who are you sharing this with right now? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, like you, you're, when you do that, you're helping them put themselves in a bubble and specifically for this in a bubble that is definitely racist or at least anti-black. So it's just like, no, no, you know, if they unfriend you themselves, that's them, but you know, yes. Yeah. Like realizing that it's good to have, it can be good to have opposing views, um, in your social circle. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, I have a question for you guys because mm-hmm. I mean, I, but 
Hmm. I know Adrian for sure because I know like we danced hip hop together. We had we were in culture shock together. But like uh, I like I grew up, you know, listening to a lot of hip hop music. I also like I was on a hip hop team. Like that was definitely a part of like my Filipino American life. Yeah. Um, and so I'm I'm talking to people and just kind of trying to understand how I can, you know be better about that and just be like and like also just like the issue behind it right because it's like I know some people who like another uh, like uh, Asian Americans who have who like dance hip-hop and stuff like that and they don't necessarily want to say that they're for Black Lives Matters but I'm just like dude Mm -hmm. like that music and that dance is theirs yeah so like yeah don't you feel like this has now like instantly become cultural appropriation instead of like cultural appreciation you are now literally taking and you want to be silent like you don't want to stand up for that group um so Mm -hmm. again like I don't really know I don't know what you guys grew up listening to but like I know for me like that's been something I've been thinking a lot about and then me as my mistake for that is realizing that like my appreciation isn't even enough though like again like I feel like a lot of my own personal mistakes is like I just need to say more mm-hmm. like I think like I took it for granted to where I'm just like I'm not racist so whatever like I'm not part of the problem and it's just like but if I don't talk and I don't point out these things and aren't then aren't I though like mm. yeah so those are that those are my feelings about <laughs> <laughs> Eugene, you can go ahead because I'm not a dancer. <laughs> okay. Ooh. But I, mean, I have something to add, but it's okay. a bit different. Yeah. Oh, well. Do you... Oh, you oh, no. I feel like the freezing has like the oh. most. Well, because I remember. Wait, hear me, hear me, hear wait, me. Wait, wait, yeah. Wait, okay. You can you hear me? Yes. Okay, okay. Okay. You know, the. I'm really glad that they decided to start um, kind of really differentiating, you know, because hip hop versus urban, you know, but I think at the, I don't know. I just, I just really feel like at the end of the day, I do feel strongly some kind of way for those who are supposedly like, Oh, their identities in hip hop. Ooh, you know, you're cool, but are the very same person people that, will not say anything you know affecting the lives of our you know black friends brothers and sisters you know artists who are the same people who created these you know i just i i don't know i i i i I do really feel strongly some kind of way about that like i the word hypocrite almost wants to come out but i'm not going to say that because that's not even it but if you do feel if, if if there is that polarity which I know there is the fact that they're choosing to stay silent. There is that polarity that's happening. I really do hope that, you know, you give it enough mind and thought to, to, you know, to really think why, you know, this is important, you know, it, it, it's yeah. Especially since you are advocate advocating for one aspect of, you know, um, the black culture basically which is through their music their stories through their story t- uh store uh story stories through their story the storytelling of their music you know and yeah yeah that's what i'm gonna say about that yeah it's it's so i, I don't know it's strange it's strange because like you what you and adrian said like it makes me think of those people who i do follow and I haven't heard a peep out of them. And again, I'm not trying to like pull anyone out of the darkness, but it's just mm. like, and, but yeah, going back I will. to <laughs> the <laughs> cultural appropriation or, you know, or pre- appreciation, you know? Yeah, I think it's even as myself, again, I, I mean, I don't dance, I didn't dance hip hop. I should maybe took like two classes, I sucked. But uh, I mean, I love like 90s R&B and, you know, all of that. And, you know, I think, I would like to think I appreciate it for the artists, you know. Um, but I think where I relate to this more is that I've been paying more attention to Black creators. and But I'm making sure it's not because, oh, now we're in Black Lives Matter movement. We should just 
all care, all suddenly care about, you know, because that's not authentic either, because I don't think mm-hmm. that is helping either. I think yeah. um, I w- one of the YouTubers I watched, like, you should only follow someone who is a Black creator if you actually resonate with their content. If not, then that's fine. But, you know, but also just, like, be, I guess, pay more attention to that. And, um, and yeah, I, I think for me, too, as someone who is queer, who is Filipino, like, I've obviously taken pride in that and I'm definitely trying to you know have that lead into my my content as much as it can and I think the reverse of that is like when you do see a black creator appreciate their perspective and really obviously learn from it especially right now but understanding kind of you know where they're coming from and understanding like just as we have our own struggles and we have our own stories that they do too and Obviously, right now we want to raise those voices up. So it's a weird dichotomy. I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but oh, I yeah. do think like I, I think it's it's really just like it's a simple thing to understand. Like you dance to this music. This is where this music comes from. This is the origination of that. And I I'm even in, I'm trying to not just like oh this person is responsible for this type of cinematography or whatever. Like a lot of the times someone gets credited for it that wasn't even the originator of again a b and c you know especially when it comes to art you'll find that most often than not it wasn't a white guy that came up with this yeah it was someone else you know so i'm just like being very clear about that because i think as we know a lot of things have been erased from history or we were not taught it and i think it's just now more than ever it's okay that we didn't know in the past because again you know it just the subject matter the education wasn't there but now we are taking time to educate ourselves about okay it, this culture is responsible for this this is why we have this and having that appreciation and not just like oh you know we made it our own like no like you still have to respect it like i'm not going to sit here and be like i invented this kind of shot you know because i didn't yeah <laughs> you know yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. That was a whole convoluted thing. No, it does. It does make sense. And like, you're, you're right. That like, historically, you know, a lot of white people get like the, oh my God, what you were saying, like they get the um, credit, they get the credit, they get the credit for yeah. things yeah. that other people have made, um, you know, and that's a historic thing. And that's something that we have to realize. And then just, you know, like even just, I feel like with what you're saying too, like even just like acknowledging, like especially within art that there is racism, because sometimes that pisses me off because like art people in the arts like to be like we're progressive, we're blah 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 blah, like we're great, like no, nah, nah, nah. but it's just like mm, you're not. Mm. I feel like there's a big question mark um, to what progressive means to you. Um, you know, and like people like to say the arts are super progressive and stuff, but it's just like, you know, like the past couple of years, like Oscars, Oscars so white. Is it, was it the Oscars, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. They're still so, it's so, so white, still so male. It's, yeah. It's yeah. like, we're not perfect. <laughs> Things are going to keep going. And, you know, people have been more vocal about like, hey, like there's still like this big disparity here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it needs to be constantly brought up because it's constantly not addressed. Um, and like, you guys know I watch Drag Race. Sometimes we watch Drag yeah. Race together. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been brought up a lot because um, there's the Work the World tour that is obviously not going on right now because coronavirus. Um, but some of the queens, some of the Black queens have, you know, they said like Ajo O'Hara was just like, she gets asked to step away like a lot of black queens get asked to step out of pictures with like fans and stuff because basically they only want like they because they only resonate with the white queens and stuff like that and i'm just like that's fucking weird like yeah like it's just like you know like what you can have your favorite whoever but also like one like you're gonna ask like these people to like step out like when they're like the people that you came to see and two, yeah. it's just like, why don't you just like think about it? Just be like, you know, like have some cognizance. Like if every, if your favorite everything is always white 
or if your favorite everything like for us was always filipino or asian and stuff like that it's just like think about that and just be like how what does that keep you from like like you know what i mean because then it does keep you in this bubble like and you might not mean it to you know like but it's just if you just keep yourself liking one thing or going back to one thing or favoriting one thing like guess what you're not going to see all this other crap like at all like you're you're literally blocking yourself off from like other possibilities um which means yeah. blocking off from other people's points of view and other people's forms of life because you know like a lot of people like they want to be like oh my god that would like never happen like i've never seen racism like racism isn't real and you're just like really um you know and you really can't say that now but you know like that's what people say or like the whole like i don't see color and i'm like well then you're just not acknowledging the injustice against people of color yeah. then you are yeah then you are privileged in that way where you can't say that because clearly stuff that is happening don't affect you you know yeah uh, yeah well, yes. yeah privilege is is a big word today um y'all i have a trixie not sure feel free to yay or nay me but um i i saw that you there's a comment the recent comment did you oh, want to yeah. answer it or or like touch on it yes touch on it. there are many yeah. people who support black lives but do not support the full black lives matter organization agenda and like this is where like for me right for me personally Sorry. i feel like the people who i should listen to are the people in charge of the movement and that's going to be the black people <laughs> like and for me that's just that makes sense and that's how it is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know i i'm not i'm not because sometimes i feel like okay you might not agree with everything and exactly how it's done and stuff but it's just like one this isn't my thing and two like i i don't understand everything like and Mm -hmm. i never will because i'm not a black Mm -hmm. person i haven't lived that life you know and i but like i agree i personally agree with it but, you know, I also understand that for a lot of people, this can seem really radical, like just yeah. like the phrase like defund the police yeah. um, seems really radical. And some people like get caught up with there's like that post going around being like, if you just put it this way, if you just put it that way, then people wouldn't feel like, like it's so radical. And they're talking about branding and stuff. And it's just like, dude, this isn't yours. Like gaslighting, yeah. gaslighting. Yeah. And, like, and, like too like it's it's just like it's it's when people automatically assume something like that's their bad right like the fact Mm -hmm. that people get triggered like even black lives matters like even that is triggering right because a lot of people are like no all lives matter and they're like (laughs) that's what black lives matter means yeah the fact that you are taking it as black lives matters more or only black lives matters like that's a you thing. Yeah. Like I get stuck on that because it's one thing to yeah. be like, oh, does this mean this? And then go look, and then be like, no, that's not what they meant. All right, uh, that was my bad. That was my perception. But mm-hmm. like people get super hung up on stuff, and I don't. Like I, I feel like it's a distraction. Like I feel like if yeah. you, when people start picking apart the wrong things, you know, like being like, all oh, the protesters are looters looting is bad and it's just like killing black people is bad and that's what we're talking about right now Mm -hmm. you know and like that's the focus yeah Um, and i think what this also brings up too is like in civil rights movement right the biggest kind of face you think of is martin luther king right jr and you know of course there's others um and if you you know, look back, he wasn't liked either, even though we're, we all learn about him and we all learn about the fluffy stuff. I have a dream, you know, and obviously I respect the man, you know, and all he did, but he wasn't liked either. And understanding that it, the same thing is happening. Of course, we don't have like a main face, but I think Black Lives Matter, and again, I, I don't know if I'm completely correct, but this is how I'm seeing it and why there's kind of a, there are people who do feel that radicalness coming from the movement because Martin Luther King Jr. was radical in his day and age. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Like, I think that's the downside of social media is that there's so much out there and you can frame it in any way you want, you know? And yeah. 
unfortunately, people see things and they automatically write off this group, that movement, because they don't agree with it. And I think, specific part of it. yeah, what people fail to do is look at the bigger picture, look at the actual system, understand what is actually being wronged and who is being wronged. And before, you know, again, it's not like you have to be leading, you know, you shouldn't be if you're not black, but you know, yeah, it's just, it's hard. It's frustrating. Cause it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's people dying there. Mm-hmm. You, there's countless videos of police brutality. And it's just like, you still don't understand why we're fighting. And of course, yes. And I think what people don't understand too, is that we're fighting so many things for so many things at once. I think right now, obviously, I still pretty much focus on on police brutality because that obviously has stopped. But then after that, there's so many other things that we need to take care of, you know? And yeah, it's a lot. And it's obviously I'm getting emotional thinking about it. But yeah, I think that's what's sometimes frustrating because it's like, especially with the older generations, it's like, no, it's not just one thing. There's so many layers to this that, yeah. It's true. It's true. There are so many layers. There's so many layers and it's, it's going to be a long conversation and hopefully it stays a long active conversation. Yeah. So that we can keep making change together. Um, did you, were you wanting to add something, Adrian? Oh, no, sorry. I was just talking to my dad. Okay. <laughs> I know I'm just listening. Yeah. 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 I'm like, you know, like with what Marissa said, like, you know, people, you might not always agree with everything, but like the thing is like, that's kind of like life. Like if you look at our politics, like, you know, like even say like, right, say I'm a Democrat, but I don't agree with the whole democratic platform. Like, you know, there's things mm-hmm. I don't like and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but it's just like, but in general people vote one way because they're like, the feeling is going to be this, right? Like the main focus is this. Um, yeah. And so it's just like, and that sucks. It's, it, it sucks that, you know, we can't have it exactly the way we want it, but also like there's, there's so many of us and like, really you do have to have like the, when is it time to look at the bigger picture? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. When is it time to look at the bigger picture? Like, at this point, like it's, I mean, obviously we don't want someone in the office for the next four years, but it's not even political anymore. Oh my God. Like people are losing their lives. Like, I don't, whatever party you're in, like, you shouldn't want people fucking, sorry, getting murdered in the street. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's frustrating. Yeah, it is frustrating because they're like, this is a human thing. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a human thing, not a freaking political thing. Yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. Like, and you, they're obviously, politics will obviously be attached to it because yeah. it's shit. Yeah, but that's how we get changed but mm-hmm. I understand what you're saying because you're just like isn't this wrong like like I, I feel like everyone's distracted but that man being like held down like yeah. that like, and all the countless people Breonna Taylor being murdered in her sleep like all that stuff like all that is bad like all that mm-hmm. is horrible like mm-hmm. is horrible. Sandra Bland yeah you know? there's countless yeah. there's countless names so Historically. many so many kids yeah. too yeah. You know. Yeah. You know what? So, too um, uh, the person that I have kind of always remembered in all of this, especially recently, is uh Emmett Till. His story for me, mm-hmm. of course, he didn't. You know, he wasn't killed through someone who was the police, but still in the hands of a white man. You know, um, you know his story. When I learned it back in, um, I think, either middle school or high school, seeing those images, you know, and, you know, as a young, you know, Filipino kid, deep down, I knew that there was something wrong with it. But somehow, some way, there was also a disconnect in terms of what I was feeling and what I was actually seeing, you know, because of the way everything is you know and whether or not this sounds political or not you know i think a lot of the things that we have kind of been made to learn (laughs) 
match his face. Benefits certain lights, you know, certain perspectives. I froze again. I froze again. Uh, what's the last part that no, I said? No, you got certain it. Perspectives? That it? Yes, certain you got perspectives. It. Okay, you know, certain certain perspectives, and I don't know. I like that is one of the things. Like that is one of the things that I'm, uh, you know, have really been taking the time to to reflect on. Is like why why like why did I feel that way, you know? And and I know there's a lot more work to be done. You know what we are dealing with, and and feel and and with anything that I say, please feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Um, a lot of the things that we are wanting to change now is like over four centuries worth of history you know and it's a lot of unpacking a lot of deconstructing you know and you know for whatever all of this is really worth i'm just really thankful that um the not even the coronavirus but the lockdown really gave us the time to really be able to sit in all of these feelings and and like to be able to really reflect on all of this because just imagine if if all of this was happening during like pre-lockdown you know i yeah 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 there would be way less it wouldn't have gotten as big as it as it is yeah yeah oh um trixie i'm not sure if you had a follow-up but i think also too that i wanted to talk about um was like I had I heard someone talking or I saw someone online talking about how, um, you know, that they really hope that, you know, um, all of this is not just a trend. And this is coming from my friend who is black herself. And, you know, like I like when I read because, you know, kind of like when you're scrolling through Facebook, there's a lot. But then that one come. Not sure if you all hear that, but, um, you know, that really caught my attention and. You know, I, I was debating if I was going to say something, like comment on it, and um, I did. And long, super long story short, what I said was, even if that is the case, even if that is the case, you know, even if that's what you're seeing or, or that's what it actually really is, you know, I'm, I think for me, I'm just more so grateful that either way, you know, this it's it's allowing all of us to really see it. And it's really allowing people to, to have a reason to to jump on board whereas i feel like before i feel like it just would have been different you know and um whether or not it does it does feel like it starts off that way it doesn't necessarily mean that we actually can't run with it and really take it where it needs to be you know yeah utilize the trend utilize yeah. momentum that, yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> faces each when you freeze you know so yeah no I and totally which agree. i would actually uh, which no, no, i would disagree it. with both um yeah. that i for me personally i don't think it's a it's a hype nor a trend you know there is a great resurgence surgeons resurgence yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I agree. And Adrian, going back to what you're saying, you know, when you learn about Emmett Till and it was like history, um, I think that's one of the things we have to, like you did, is like reflect on the fact that the history we were taught was not complete. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that too, just being like, you know, because then um, social media is great where that like people can just post articles, like journals and stuff like that and be like, here's a part of history you hella didn't know about. And go, um, you know, that can help you lead to also like your own research. And that's great. But also just to make you realize that what you grew up with is not a complete look. And when you're, you know, when, when you're young, like you can't know that, mm -hmm. like if you, if you get that, like, great, that's wonderful Ooh, uh, for you. But uh, like, yeah. you know, like, and when I think about it now, like when I was a kid, I thought racism was over because like yeah. that's the Me feeling too. I got yeah. from everything you were taught and how they teach things in history. Like, you know, like that's how they play it off. After Martin Luther King died 10 years later, things yeah. became natural, not naturally. Suddenly like, hey, everything never happened. Yeah, I feel like segregation was so long ago, which it, yes. it really wasn't oh, that yeah, long ago. Too. It was picture in colored. Uh, color yeah. colored yeah colored. and like even like you know like the leaders of the kkk and stuff like that they're still alive like yeah. it wasn't that long ago and so i understand like i also feel like adrian like i felt that disconnect too with like learning about that where it's just like oh this is really sad but i think i was super disconnected because i didn't realize 
this was very recent and it still had they we weren't taught that there were still ramifications for these things now and that black people were being mistreated now and especially like me thinking back to like the 90s and my childhood where you know like i watched you know like i watch shows like on the wb like moesha the wayans brothers and stuff like that where like i feel like like i feel i can't tell if like black people on TV was more normal back then or now, because to me, mm-hmm. it feels actually like that. back then. <laughs> but I think I don't know. Like, but like you know, it's like the th- ways people are brought up. I feel like there are more black people on TV. They're not, but they're necessarily just like, oh, we're filling a slot. Like you mm-hmm. know, like gay people right now. It's like yeah, some shows like we're filling a slot. Um, but also like I was young. And maybe that's yeah. like me being young and not knowing better because I was a child. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, like that's something that we all need to reflect on too, is just like, we did grow up without this information. So how do we write that for ourselves? Like Marissa said, right? Like doing research for yourself now, like realizing that now, like that's super important. Like realize that, yeah, your education is not complete. You don't mm-hmm. know things and mm-hmm. that's not even your fault. So like, but if you stay, if you like, don't try to learn any better then now it's your fault, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Now it's your fault. If you're like, fuck this, I learned history and history is right. And I don't need to learn anymore. Then like, yeah, then that's your mm-hmm. fault. That attitude is your fault. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely have a thought. And like, this is kind of in the vein of the industry that we're all pursuing, you know, yeah. entertainment, film. And uh, again, like we are saying, like, we you don't know it, whether or not the characters, the black characters that we see on TV now are, are, you know, more authentic or less, or if that was ever the case. And obviously we would never know that you'd have to have, yeah. you know, a black person give us our take just as just like, you know, and not that there's a lot of Filipino media, but I could be more critical of that. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, my grandma would say that, or yeah. oh no, that's wouldn't, or that's very racist, you know? Yeah. So some just even, accent, like some yeah. people's Filipino yeah. accent and you're like, yeah. <laughs> this is the accent I make when I'm making fun of like um, my yeah. my uncle to my auntie. You know what I yeah. mean? Like when I'm yeah. making fun yeah. to poke fun. That's not mm-hmm. really how they sound. <laughs> yeah. You know what too? Um uh kind of like uh learning what I've learned from my minor at SDSU in television and film. I learned so much about how a lot of stuff were actually what's the word that i'm looking for uh, almost like altered you know like i i think going back to what you were saying Trixie, about like like the um the depiction of you know the black culture family you know because there's a cosby show and so, so many more great shows you know like you, you know if, if that was actually like a full you know um authentic look and i and this is just my opinion also from what i've learned too that a lot of the stuff that we've seen on mainstream media are more likely to be whitened. Because mm-hmm. if you yeah. think about the people, if you think about the board members, the people that approve and green light these shows, you know, if you think about the people in the board members, like basically people in the higher ups, the people that basically um, fund the show, um, uh, producers, you know, there is so much kind of this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. Which is even more interesting. I'm like waiting for him to impossible. I know. Which is even more interesting because again, like, there's so much black culture in American culture, but we don't want to. But you know, like we we don't want to give it up. Too, you know, like a lot it. of um. <laughs> Just gonna say it. Um. Hello? Hey, wait, did you... Uh, yeah. Where did I cut off? We cut off on... I just kept talking. <laughs> I know. Um, um, yeah, that was working for a while, but that didn't work that time. It cut you mm-hmm. off, and then we didn't get the rest of your sentence. Oh. So you're saying, the, like, the more complete... The people who are in charge of green lighting the shows... Mm-hmm. Were more likely white and male, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's be realistic here. You know, they're, they're the same... It's the same types of people also kind of in the higher ups and, you know, in the entertainment industry. So 
yeah so, so i guess to answer your question you know um i think the stories that we were likely to see you know were not necessarily a hundred percent you know reflection of the black culture you know so i'm like glad for streaming services because of that because i yeah. think there are so many shows it's so much easier to create shows that actually have like closer another representation point. yeah mm -hmm. like another mm -hmm. point of view this is why YouTube is important too. This is why what yeah. we do is important. Thank you know, you. important. My accent came out. Y'all heard that. <laughs> important. <laughs> importante. You know. Yeah. 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 Because if you don't write your own story, someone else is gonna write it for you. So. That is very true. That is very very true. Um. Okay, I'm gonna give you something to think about. <laughs> oh wait, no, it's not that hard. Never mind. I'll just surprise you at the end <laughs> no. for our for our like closing out thing. But we still okay. have time. Okay. Um, like, I'm like, this is not make a scene. We're <laughs> gonna make a whole thing right now again, and it's gonna be awful again. <laughs> um, yeah, like again, like it's so it's so interesting that like that's true. Like you know, a lot of like main TV networks and stuff like that you might get more people of color, but like the point of view is so still not, not that it's yeah. like, you know, it's like Disney, right? Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> Disney will have other people of color in their shows and that's great, but it's all very like American. Yeah. Meaning like it's white. It's pretty yeah. white. Like you're fit into the mold of, oh only this part of like we see you but then like only this part of you can come out it's not full-fledged whatever character yeah. it is you know what kind of ever kind of character it is yeah it's molded to fit their agenda <laughs> yeah their agenda yeah. and what they're okay with yeah um, yeah yeah which then yeah. which then i do feel like does really play a big role into reiterating stereotypes because of the yeah, things that we saw sure. on TV and so much un so much unlayering, so much unlayering, but hey. Yeah, we, no, that's we, so we, do, true. we do what we can to be good people and learn, yeah. unlearn. Yeah. Unlearning is a big thing. Like I feel like it's that's hard, a, yeah. have to be like a big thing now. Like, dude. Unlearn, unlearn, practice unlearning, like realize when your behavior is definitely brought on by stereotypes that you saw in like the media, like, and we didn't even touch that, you know, like growing up where like everyone, we grew up where it's like the criminals were always black, mm -hmm. like, right? Like, and like, that's a real thing. That's a real thing now where it's just like all the criminals are brown and black. And you're just like, you have to realize that like that seeps into your head yeah, because it's so like repetitious like ingrained yeah. yeah to where it's like oh this is the normal you know and you don't even realize that that's what your head did but, yeah like but that's what happens because literally that's how advertisements work right advertisements yeah. work because of repetition the all power of it is unconscious now because yeah. it's been programmed into our brains the power the power of media but also perspectives too because I mean, of course, we can put the blame on media, but it's still those certain perspectives that really like kind of pushed that, yeah. you know? Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, it's important for you to become aware, self-aware. Critical thinker. About the, yeah, critical too. Critical, um, just consumer of mm -hmm. what you're looking at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we are nearing our end. So this is what we're going to end with. This is what I would like to end with. If you're not okay with it, that's okay. And you can say something similar or something what you think is appropriate. But basically like my question to you, and this is kind of what I want to leave with, with the whole theme of our talk is, um, and we can go down the line and I can start, that's fine. Um, with what is, what is one of the biggest mistakes that you realize that you were making um, with your allyship or just like even your feelings and understandings towards black people and what like and what is something you want to focus on for your own allyship um, to be better so basically what is the one big mistake that you really want to rectify and how are you going to rectify it or in your head um, and I will go first because that's that's definitely like a thing um, I think for me 
my my biggest mistake is again and i said this before like just because i wasn't racist then like not thinking about it ever or even like challenging the fact that like hey maybe i do have racist thoughts like maybe i do have anti-black thoughts and like it's definitely in there because again like you know like that ingrained behaviors words um that have come from the past like my history like you know like my parents and stuff like you know not all of it was like malicious but you know silence like you the whole like a asian american like model minority myth that made us go against black people like you know like there's so much historic stuff there so mm -hmm. i feel like my biggest mistake was not realizing how big of an impact that has on me as a person and how like silent i stay um so basically like my biggest thing is like i want to do the opposite and so like my biggest thing is definitely like am amplifying black voices but also like addressing addressing this issue over and over again in the asian american community because it's mm -hmm. just like dude like this is like a big thing and like we need to take responsibility and i cannot speak for black lives because i am not a black person but i can definitely speak towards like the and unfortunately inherent racism that like i feel i feel that like asians have towards black people and mm -hmm. it's not just the filipino culture like this is something i feel like we all know and don't necessarily want to say um and our parents mm -hmm. would just be like no um but i'm just like i'm not saying like you're trying to kill anyone but i am saying they're definitely like thoughts there's definitely behavioral patterns that you have that is just like that is definitely at the very least anti-black mm -hmm. very very least yeah. um so for me it's that mm. next <laughs> is it me it's you. I think it's you um i mean i think mine is similar like in the same vein of like i know the biggest challenge for me is going to um speak up when I do hear things, when jokes are made and be like, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. And obviously trying to find a way to initiate that conversation in the most productive manner. And obviously I haven't figured that out yet. I'll let you know <laughs> what works and what doesn't. Um, that for sure. Um, I, I definitely have taken like a deep dive in like my own privilege. Like I joke all the time, like I have the trifecta of oppression, being a woman, being queer and being of color, but understanding that even then I will never understand what it is to be black and, and you know, the day to day fear and danger that they face, you know, mm -hmm. and recognizing that. And I think what I'm working towards is obviously like social media is one thing and like it's cool and as you said like we don't want to live in an echo chamber where we're just speaking to everyone that already agrees with us like how do we go beyond that and I'm not sure I don't have an answer for that I don't have an answer for myself when it comes to in what bigger ways and you know besides the conversations with family and friends you know what other ways can I be involved what other ways can I show my support and I think that's kind of what I'm working towards and yeah. Yay. Good. Okay. Let me start talking until before my I lose my internet connection. Just kidding. <laughs> I think for me, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, the first one is what's my biggest mistake I've learned so far? Yeah, from... that you realized that you were doing, like whether it's like staying silent. Oh yes, like... that yes, it was that. It was like yeah, I well there, there are a lot you know there are a lot but i think the one that really speaks to me is like i you know would purposely not tune into the new the news uh, to tune in to the earlier parts of um, the george floyd you know because it was i was too stressed out i was like this this is all too stressful for me in already my feeling of you know kind of like living my own world my own bubble trying to you know, kind of survive my own, um, you know, and so I feel like that was my, my, I know my, my biggest thing for me in the moment, I really started to realize that, oh, shit, <laughs> wow, you know, like, realizing that I even, that I had that privilege to just simply look away and not 
do anything you know i think that 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 was what really kind of hit me to my core and after that i was like i am gonna do whatever i can to um i guess overcome these feelings and that's why i've been i chose to show up you know the protest being able to not necessarily work through my own feelings but just even being in solitude you know like yes this is me and I also recognize that, you know, this is enough. That's why I had to sign enough is enough, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, sorry, what was the last question? <laughs> the second question? Yeah, you're already answering it. I like did, okay. what you're doing now. Like, and I, I think, like, what's really cool is, like, you literally did the opposite, right? Your problem was that you were looking away. And then your solution was, like, no, I actually need to put myself in it. Like, dive mm-hmm. into it, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which is sometimes like that is the answer. Sometimes like, hey, Tiffany. Like, what? hello. Um, yeah. Like sometimes that's the answer. Sometimes the answer is the opposite. You know, the thing mm-hmm. you do. It's like, well, if you look away, like look towards, dude. Um, and so that's cool. And I'm glad we're all here. Like, and that you guys we're definitely down to like talk about this and just like, you know, like even just like talk about the things you did wrong. Cause again, like, I think, you know, people's denial, people, the fact that they're taking it as like a personal attack, it's just like, it doesn't need to be that. That's not what you, you don't have to do that with your guilt. Yeah. You know, like you don't like, this can be like the springboard of like you making a change and being Mm -hmm. part of helping people live. Like, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. So yeah, thank you guys for coming. I super appreciate it. I super appreciate your words. Um, and I'm very proud of you guys. Like, I'm very proud of us that you know that. Um... Oh, T- okay. Tiffany, you can watch everything in replay. We love yeah, you. you can watch in Do y'all know um, Tiffany? Sorry. I don't. I know she's she, your friend. <laughs> well, I became friends with her because of Rich. She is uh, Rich's cousin black cousin how you doing tiffany um cousin i i could be wrong yeah cousin so yeah yeah Yeah. and you know like i feel like the more that we keep talking about and how to be better allies like the better right because we can speak to our own experiences we can speak to like how we're handling the situation and like that's important you know so that hopefully that our families will want to have the conversation. Other Asian Americans will see like the conversation, see like yeah. the different ways that we're all dealing with it too and trying to be a better ally because the it's not going to look the same for everyone. We all have different things to give. Yes, and yeah. That, that's perfectly fine. And we have to respect that. So yeah, thanks for being here, guys. Of course. Wonderful. Thank you, Trixie. You are welcome. So tomorrow I'm having, I think tomorrow I'm still having Erica. There's this, um, cause so, cause like I just saw, um, Grace just put up this thing that's going on at five where it's just like different Asian American coalitions wow. um, are coming together, um, to co-host a panel like a, around Black Lives uh-huh. Matter. So we were like, wait, do you want to go to that? So something, <laughs> I don't know if we're going to change the time or date because she hasn't gotten back to me yet. But yeah, that's what's happening maybe tomorrow okay, and cool. definitely Wednesday, Marissa's friend, Todd Alexander is coming on um, to speak. Actually, his thing is from hashtag to um, lifestyle, which is what we were talking about, you know, like- the yeah. thing, like, how do we make this not just a trend but like an actual change that will stay forever to our new normal um mm-hmm. and where can people find you guys if they want to connect you let's start with marissa i'm not gonna plug myself today i just want to say that if you're feeling bad about your contribution to all this just understand that like we're all learning together and it's important that you just show up in whatever way that you can every day and and constantly be learning and be okay with that and know that there's no being perfect in this. There's just being anti-racist. And that's what we're all yeah. should be doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. That's all I have to say. I'm Marissa Rojas. You can just Google me if you really want to. You did? Uh... 
it's so perfect like set up at the perfect time i'll just keep on talking the change starts within we can't change we can't hope or try to change others if we're not willing to change ourselves first then as uncomfortable as that is it's important i want to thank adrian and marissa for being vulnerable with me in this conversation their info is in the description box below if you'd like to find them so the other day my father called me to make sure i knew it was going on in the news and that i was safe he told me about the elderly asian people being attacked in the bay area my father is in his late 70s and I'm so super freaking thankful that he's safe and he just stays at home right now. The continued attacks against Asian people are despicable. The continued attacks on black people are despicable. White supremacy is despicable. I want to rant in anger, but instead I will say, please be ready to speak up when it's your turn to do what is right.